Welcome to Live Your Full Life Now podcast. So this is our third teaching on the subject of um, how should I pray? I decided to do this teaching because I believe a lot of people would love um, to pray, except they just feel like they're not um, capable of praying the right way, and they they feel like they could be praying the wrong way. So sometimes people just completely avoid it. So really praying is basically just talking to God, talking as if you would talk to a trusted friend, somebody that you can just pretty much bear your soul and be completely vulnerable with, somebody that you trust to the point that they will not accuse you or attack you or make fun of you or judge you, but someone that will listen while you're talking, understand you, have compassion towards you, someone who will guide you and give you wisdom and give you peace and hope. So this is really what praying is. Praying is talking to God, to somebody like that, and that's what God's nature is all about, really. But Jesus did give us kind of a pattern, a model of how we should pray. So it's a good idea to know the Lord's Prayer, and you don't have to do it in that order. You can do it in any order that you like. You don't have to include everything Jesus said, but I, I think it's a good idea to do that because it pretty much covers all the areas of our lives. Um, so you pick and choose if you want to include all of it or some of it or whichever order. It's up to you guys. So I'm going to start by <clears throat> reading the Lord's Prayer again. And this is in King James Version. And this is in Matthew 6, 9 through 13. So this is how it goes. It says, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So that's the King, uh, King James Version of the Lord's Prayer. Um, so I already went over the first part of it, which when Jesus is praying, he's saying our Father in heaven, which pretty much is acknowledging who God is about God's nature, right? It says our father in heaven. So during, I, I think my, the second um, podcast, I did talk about that of how I uh, choose to approach that and acknowledge who God is and um, just really understanding his almightiness, that he's the king of glory, that he's omnipresent, that he's all powerful, that he's the king of kings. So the, the more you do that, the more you, when you come in, in God's presence, like understand who you are and who he is, right? Us in proportion to him. So it's important to know that. So now the second part it talks about, it says, hallowed uh, thy name, ha hallowed be thy name, which means your name be regarded as holy and sacred, right? Um, so this part, the way I approach it is to see God as holy and sacred, to regard him, uh, well, first of all, how do we enter into his presence? You know, I'm going to read you guys some verses that says that we enter his presence with thanksgiving and praises. So we're not coming before God. Hey, God, this is my problem and I need you to fix it. How come you haven't? Done this is not how we approach God. First of all, remember who he is and who you are and who we are. Right. We are his creations. Um, yet he died us to the he loved he loves us to the point of death that he died for us. But there's a way of approaching it. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and praise. So um, 
I'm going to read you guys some verses in regards to that. Psalm 104 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Psalm 95 2 says, Let us come before him with thanksgiving and exalt him with music and song. Psalm 96 verses 2 through 3 says, Sing to the Lord, praise his name, proclaim his salvation day after day, declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all people. I'll read that last line again, his marvelous deeds, which means, you know, the works of his hands, the things that he's done among all people. Psalm 107, 8 says, let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. I think this is a wonderful verse that just talks about his love is not, it could not fail us. No matter what you do, what you've done, what you will do, his love, you're not... He's not going to um, keep his love from you because there's no way uh, that he can fail you as far as loving you, right? It says unfailing love. His love will never fail us. And then it, then it says, and his wonderful deeds, his wonderful deeds for mankind. He has done so much for mankind. And how aware of it are we on daily basis? How much do we think about what God has done for us or he is doing on daily basis? To be honest with you, I didn't really think about it. Before I kind of got into the Bible studies and reading the Bible and understanding scripture, it wasn't like I would get up and just give thanks. Thanks for this. Thanks for that. It was kind of like, it was great. You know, you just took everything for granted. Like, okay, so what? We have it. I didn't even think about it. Like, what, what if it's not there? You know how when you're healthy and then all of a sudden you're, you cut your finger or something very minimal happens to your body? You just can't do the normal things that you normally can do. And you're like, wow, I took my toe for granted. I took my finger for granted. You know, I took my right arm for granted because now I can't even put, put on my clothes. I can't even walk or I can't, you know, like it's not like we every day wake up and are thankful for everything that God has done for us. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it's really important to acknowledge his deeds. Uh, so we give thanksgiving and worship and praise because we're acknowledging the things that he's done and his nature, right? I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of churches or probably most churches start the service by worship, right? So they have music or hymns or bands and they're just playing worship music and people are singing along. And in the beginning, when I uh, went, I was like, okay, these people are so like excited. They raise their hands on worship and they're singing. I didn't even know the songs. So I kind of try to avoid it. I like get to church a little bit late. So it can, we kind of just miss that. And we we're just there for the message. Now I'm being totally honest with you. And I'm pretty sure a lot, some of you guys may have, may feel the same thing. Um, but then it wasn't until I experienced God and his goodness and his love. The more time I spent with him, the more I experienced life with him, that I understood why these people are so on fire for God. I understood why when they're at church, they're raising their hands fully. You know, they're raising them and they're singing along and they close their eyes and they're like, they look so joyful and peaceful. Before I was like, like, look at them, would be like, okay, whatever. But now I understand. Now I'm one of those people because now I, I see his goodness. I see the, the things that he's done for me and in my life. And it's just a reminder uh, so when we're giving thanksgiving and praise, it's a reminder of who he is, how loving and compassionate he is, and how he's helped us and delivered us. Um, 
from whatever we've been through. So, um, so that's remember to enter his gates with thanksgiving and praise. And then um, I'm still kind of want to talk about this part because um, I, I mean, honestly, it depends how much time you have. I hope you value your time with God where you put some time aside every day. If you're started, if you don't have any time, start with five minutes and then increase it to, you know, 10 minutes. I would say you need to spend at least, I don't know, for me, 20 minutes, you know, spending time in prayer and uh, reading scripture. And of, of course, nobody can put a time limit. It can be as much time as you need it, but you do have to spend time to get to know God, to experience him, to hear from him, uh, for him to be involved in your life, okay? Um, so I kind of want to still stay on the subject of hallowed be thy name, worshiping him thank, with thanksgiving and praise, but acknowledging the works of his hands. I kind of have fun in this area every morning because I think about his creations. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about um, on the next teaching. So uh, the works of his hands, I think it's pretty interesting and it just reminds us uh, how wonderful his works are. So we'll go over that in the next teaching and we'll continue with this teaching and going over every um, pretty much heading that Jesus gave us a sample, a pattern for, and kind of putting in uh, what we think, uh, or I'm just sharing with you guys how I pray, but then you guys have to kind of custom tailor it to your own prayer, right? So until the next teaching, God be with you and God bless you.